I like my mouth. <laughs> exactly. So, so if you like your mouth, that is a good thing. Hello and welcome to Balancing the Hats. It's a place where we come to discuss with men and women from all across the globe. We'll be talking to moms, dads, employees, entrepreneurs, and persons that share my creative interest in photography, writing, and music. I'm Karina Darnell and joining me today we have Renee Critchlow from React Fitness. Renee is a, well, a women's wellness coach and owner of React Fitness, which is located in Barbados. She encourages women to focus on a five-step approach of focusing on self, family, fun, food, and fitness. But, you know, I asked Renee to tell me some fun facts about herself, and she, she likes cartoons. She really likes ca- cartoons and walking up. So, Renee. Yes. <laughs> Cartoons and walking up. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. What kind of cartoons? Well, I like Finding Nemo, um, Coco, which was a recent one that came out, Big Hero, the 3D type animation. So those are cartoons. How to Train Your Dragon, those type ah, of things. See, yes. <laughs> All right, I can't fault you there. I can't fault you there. I, I, I've watched Finding Nemo, and I think it was Finding Dory. I've watched How to Train a Dragon, although that one took me quite a while because the name, I was like, hmm, I ain't really sure. But I do like that one. So, okay, I'm, I'm there with you. And this walking up thing, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that is part of me and being from Barbados and in the Caribbean Walking up, which you will call, for those of you who don't know, it is kind of like fast circle hip movements. I don't know what other way to call it, <laughs> but that is why it's because I like to dance to something called soca music and walking up is the way that you dance to it. And really and truly, that is a way that I feel a lot of joy. I'm able to express myself and that comes over in my business as well. So yes, I was walking up from young, <laughs> from young. So it is part <laughs> of me. It is part of me. <laughs> but we got to let them know that it's not to be mistaken for twerking in any no, form or fashion. No, it is it's not twerking. Entirely. <laughs> entirely different. So when you see twerking, no, waking up is not twerking. <laughs> twerking right, cool. is different, different, different from waking up. All right. So we have Renee who loves cartoons and loves waking up, but she is a wellness coach. So could you tell us a little bit more about React Fitness and, and what exactly it is that you do? All right. So React Fitness is a women's wellness business that focuses on women only. And there are different things that I work with in terms of women. So I work with the prenatal client, which is a pregnant client, postnatal client, women of normal childbearing years, and to a smaller extent, some women in the perimenopause stage. So it's all about making sure that a woman 
is able to get to the best version of herself, that she is able to put herself first because how society is set up, women put themselves last and then they start to burn out and all different things start to happen. So I realized that that was a sticking point and I am kind of the person that is there like nudging women to make sure that they are doing the things that will make them happy, make them feel confident, make them be in control of their health and their bodies. That is what React Fitness is about and that is what my role is. And I must say, I I do endorse and encourage any of you to check out React Fitness. After I had my first child, I would have done some classes with her. I think it was Holistic Core Restore. Yeah. That was a necessity after having a baby. Make sure the core is still, you know, looking a sort of way. And also I'm in one of her online Facebook groups and she definitely helps to encourage, be encouraging me in terms of like, what you're eating, what you're doing to take those moments to just have self-care. Cause especially for those of us who are moms, it can be very difficult. Like Renee said, you end up putting yourself last. You shouldn't cause you need to make sure that you are good so you can be good for the, the other members of your family or your friends or what have you. But it don't always happen. No, I know it doesn't. <laughs> it don't always happen. You know, you, you do your best, but she definitely helps um, to keep you on track, keep you focused. So I do like that about her. And and guys, I'm sorry, but yes, she's only focusing on us ladies. So, you know, you could tell your 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 wives, your girlfriends or whoever to tune in instead if, if you want to cut us out right about no, but that's fine. So what inspired you to get started in fitness and start your business in this area? Well, I would say that I have, I'm from a sporting family, so physical activity was always in my blood, so to speak. So from primary school age up to tertiary education, that is at university, I have either done track and field or netball. So okay. I was always active. But my um, major was in information technology, so it's not like... Well, that's a completely different spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's like two different things. So what happened in... I am going to age myself a little bit, but in 2005, in my final year at UWE, I was doing a summer internship, and this thought just popped up in my head. If I became pregnant... I was telling myself that I will have to start working out. So then from there, I started to research different things in terms of exercising during pregnancy because that is what I really wanted to focus on. But then the business evolved. I only really started the business, well, as an independent contractor in 2011. And then in about 2012, I officially decided to start react fitness a big gap but still in between there i was still focusing on that and i knew that that is something that i wanted to do even though i am employed otherwise in the it area you're an employee as well as an entrepreneur but how do you manage to successfully do both well i will tell you in the beginning it was extremely hard because it was a situation where I would be going to my nine to five. And then after that, I will have to conduct some sort of exercise program or I might have a nutrition coaching client 
to talk to online and then after that still having to do the admin stuff so it was very hard and there were times that I would feel physically ill like if I was coming down with the flu and that is really because I was burning out and I did not even realize that not until my father I love him a lot but he keeps it real and I was probably in my early 30s or late 20s then a day he looks at me and say you looking haggard oh dear <laughs> I was like really I said yeah he you did looking... not sugarcoat it at no, all he did not he was like you looking tired you're looking a little bit like run down and that is when I realized, yeah, I needed to set some boundaries in terms of the business. And I know that sometimes as an entrepreneur, it's like, if I don't do this work, then it's not going to get done. And then I'll not be able to get clients. And then, you know, the whole yeah, the mess whole of yeah, that comes. Ourselves. Yeah. But if it, it was, as I said, it was a situation where my physical appearance was starting to change. I was just looking tired and feeling like I had the flu. And I know I did not have the flu. And it was just a matter of me getting sleep because there were some evenings that I would actually have to cancel some sessions to get the rest because I was feeling ill. But once I got rest, then my body started to respond positively so that is one of the things that I am always stressing to women that they need to take time out so it came to a point that I decided for sure on Friday evenings when I finished my nine to five I am not doing any work whatsoever I decided that that was my off day so as I said in the beginning, it was hard to balance it and hard to step back. But I realized that I needed to step back or else I would burn out and then I'll be able to do nothing. That that makes a lot of sense because if you're burnout, out, you can't run the business and you can't really function properly as, as an employee. You won't want to get fired from your nine to five. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, Renee, you got to step back and take care of yourself. Your health is important and the business will not burn down if I take an off day. So then would you say that it is important to be mentally fit as well as physically fit? Yes, definitely. That is one of the areas that I strongly focus on in the business in terms of letting women know that they have to also address their mindset in terms of how they are feeling about themselves, how they might be feeling about what they think other people are thinking about them and finding ways to kind of calm down your mind because your mind is always running and always chattering and always telling you some nasty things that you would not tell yeah. a child, but you are telling yourself that. So I believe that it does start from the brain and having a mindset I will not outright say a positive mindset and get up and say all of these affirmations and stuff like that because if you were to look at yourself, if somebody was to look at themselves in the mirror and know that they do not like what they see and they're telling themselves, I am the most sexiest person out, in the back of their mind, there is going to be a voice that's going to be saying, no, you're not. So they're actually self-sabotaging then. They're just yeah. saying it, going <laughs> just through a routine, yeah, but, but not really believing it. Exactly. So... It takes some time to change the mindset because we grew up in a society which is 
focus a lot on your physical appearance and how a woman feels about her physical appearance is going to spiral and affect other areas in her life. So that mindset and really honing down on what it is that she's actually thinking is kind of like thinking about what you are thinking and start to ask yourself questions like is this thing really true so that is some of the things that I encourage women to do to really ask questions and to sit down and really listen and pay attention to what is going on in their minds and I would say that one of the best things that a woman could do is to meditate that is one of the things that she can do to start to clear up things and I know with meditation there's going to be a lot of chatter coming 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 but eventually it would ease off and there are different things that start to change okay but I mean you you said something that's very critical and I I think a lot of us women are guilty of that we we might have a clear or a positive self-image but then somebody says something that completely trolls us off we we focus so yes. much I don't think it's intentionally, but we we tend to focus a lot on what other people say or what other people think about us. And I think that that adds to the the whole chatter in our head. I remember a situation where there was a time where I think it was Halle Berry or something like that. And she's viewed as one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yep. But she had an issue where she didn't believe that herself. And and when I read that article, I can't remember how long ago it is, and I can't tell you which magazine or wherever I read it, mm-hmm. but I know I read it at some point. And I I had a hard time believing that she could not see that she was beautiful. But I know that that is something, I, I mean, I picked somebody that was is world-renowned and world-famous, right. but there are other people walking around that have that, that might not be on the TV screen and might not be popular, but they themselves look in the mirror. I mean, I myself have had issues growing up where I look in the mirror and my parents might say I'm beautiful, but I don't necessarily fully believe that, you know, and I had a hard time with it. So for you, in terms of being a woman of fitness, have you ever had anything like that, had any issues with your own self-image as well, where where I mean, you're saying about doing meditation and and stuff like that now, but do you two have issues where you struggle with your own self-image? Of course. (laughs) So the size that I am right now, it took me forever to get here. So persons listening, I was on the, what I believe is the opposite end of the spectrum. I was what I consider myself to be a skinny person (laughs) okay so from secondary school it stemmed from there where I think it was taunted by my crush that would tell me that I'm skinny oh dear and (laughs) I I believed that for a long time because for a long time I was a very small person and I think that I did not have any shape and I used to say that I look like a box juice. So for you people oh that don't know, like a tetra pack, <laughs> like a rectangle, no shape. And then when I see clothing and then I go and try on the clothing and they do not look good on me. It just looks like, oh girl, you need to get some curves or something. Okay. So I have struggled for a very, very long time in terms of my body image. And that is why too, I wanted to help women with that because it is a real deep thing and 
when people dismiss my body image issues or say, wait, wait, I would like to think that you would be glad that you're small. Most people would like to be small. All of us have body image issues, so you should not dismiss anybody and say that their issues don't count. So yeah. it has always been a struggle for me. And in my 20s, for sure, it has been a struggle. Now I'm in my 30s. I am at a weight that I am kind of comfortable with and a size that I'm comfortable with. But there are some days that I do still look in the mirror and say, you are so small. You don't look okay. good. So it's like, why is where all these things coming up in terms of body image issues? But yeah, to answer your question, yes, I do. I have had them. <laughs> so then you you use the meditation and stuff as well to focus more on, on seeing the fact that, you know, you're good size and, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, focusing more on self-love and acceptance of what I have. Okay. And there were times that I got to a size that I like and then I switched something. Most of the time it is eating that I usually have an issue with. I switched that and then I started drop off size. So instead of fretting, because I have always kind of also avoided stepping on a scale because, again, is the opposite spectrum, but it's basically the same thing. When I saw a smaller number, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm small. I look skinny. I look bad. I'm not attractive. Oh, okay. So, those so it started things, a spiral for you. Yeah, so that's why I don't go on a scale unless I have to go to the doctor's office for, for a visit. I don't step on it because I know if that number is not what I want to see, I'm going to feel bad. But I am working. I have been working on that in terms of, yes, in meditation, accepting what it is, and then telling myself that it is temporary. It is not permanent. It's only permanent if I decide not to do anything about it. So you said something interesting in terms of that. You don't really step on the scale that if you saw a number that you didn't like, you know, it, 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 it kind of throws you off. Yes. So I know that some people, when that happens and, and usually it's for people who are on the other end of the spectrum and stuff like that, where they go into, if they're, they're larger than they want it to be, that they go into crazy dieting or not eating and stuff. So in that you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you saw a number you didn't like, did you immediately go to junk food or like what what happened when you see that number? Well, what usually happened, I will get upset. I'm like, okay, Rennie, step back. Just look at what it is that you are doing. So sometimes I might have to look at my activity levels because it depends on, once upon a time, it would have been dependent on the time of year it was because I would run a dance session that would be seasonal. So if it is that my activity level has gone up and I'm not eating to match that, then I will know, okay, this is the reason why I drop size. So it is not like I go and start to gorge on junk food and ice cream okay. and all different things. I say, okay, all right, Rennie, you're upset right now, but think, you know, that you have to increase what you're eating and just move from there. So I don't starve myself. Well, I don't, but I won't be starving myself. I don't want to <laughs> overeat stuff and okay. just be upset and say, I need to put on weight. But no, I still consider that I want to be healthy as well. So I'm not going to go and eat a whole set of things. Okay. But do you have a junk food though? Um, <laughs> well, 
I don't really have a junk food because oh, last okay. time I posted, I when I went into town to go to the bank, and this was during the COVID shutdown time where only banks were open in town, and one of the pharmacies was open, and I bought some snacks, and I posted it in the group, and then one of the persons that's in the group who happens to be my hairdresser, she was like, really, Renee? Your snacks were not, were, your junk food was not junk food because I had chia and flaxseed chips. I had nuts and I had a pack of ping pongs and mentos. But it was like, but these ones is the bad ones. She was like, no, that's not junk. No, <laughs> so no, like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> so I was like, all right. But if I do have to think of a junk food, it is anything with chocolate, but although I still prefer dark chocolate, so I don't know if that's still <laughs> junky, <laughs> but there are things that I like that okay. I would get occasionally that I would not say is a junk food, is an alcoholic beverage, but <laughs> it is full of chocolate as well. <laughs> so Fair I enough. guess that Fair counts. Fair enough. Okay, so, so what encouragement for somebody that has been struggling with self-image from time to time, what encouragement would you give to someone who's listening right now that currently is going through one of those struggles with self-image, not liking that face that they're seeing in the mirror or not liking their legs or not like not liking something about themselves? What, what would you say to them? I would first say that to express gratitude for what you have right now, that you are living and breathing And then I would say to you that if you don't like something, it is fine that you don't like something, find something on you that you do like. And I know that there is something on a person that they can find that they like, express that instead saying that I like X, Y, Z. And then if it is with the other areas that you don't like, do not keep like kind of coming down on yourself for that and tell yourself that this is something that I can improve. It is temporary and I am committed to changing. I know that it will take some time, but once I am consistent, persistent and frequent with my attempts, it will change. That is what I would say to somebody. I know it is not this magical thing, but I found that that is what usually helps me and that is what usually helps my clients. When you say that something is temporary and realize, all right, I could change this thing. It might not necessarily change overnight, but there's still hope. There is still hope that it can be changed. So that is what I would say to somebody that is struggling right now with self-image issues, not liking what you see, and also to find something on you that you like. It might be your fingers. You might like those, your eyelashes, your the color of your eyes. Those are things that you can start to really appreciate. I like my mouth. <laughs> exactly. So, so if you like your mouth, that is a good thing. You like your lips, so it's like, mm, my lips looking sweet and stuff like that those are the things that you can start to build up on and that feel good motion will keep going in your um, whole psyche and also helping with your stress levels because some people don't realize that if they're constantly thinking negative things that it can be 
impacting on their stress levels, which will make things harder to change. So when you are in a state of gratitude or when you are happy, you're more calm and you're able to make more logical decisions and think about things that you know that you should do and will be willing to do those things. Great advice. Well, how do you maintain your healthy lifestyle? I mean, you did mention the fact that you don't eat junk food because what you, I agree with the lady. What you called was not, I mean, the most unhealthy thing is probably the ping pongs. And I didn't even really, I mean, and Mentos is like, what? what how much grams of sugar? I don't even know. But anyhow, that's my junk. Fair enough. To each their own, to each their own. Yeah. I mean, I will eat a bucket of ice cream and I have no issues with it. That's mine, you know, mm-hmm. So to each their own. But I mean, outside of that, you're eating healthy and everything like that. And you, you're maintaining mindset. Is there anything else that you do to, to me and, and you're doing your walking up? So is there anything else that you do to help maintain that overall healthy lifestyle? Um, I do the normal traditional exercises. So I do my own workouts on mornings and I have been focusing a lot more on my mobility. Because there is one area that I for sure struggle with. And I know women on this podcast are going to be like, yeah, mm -hmm, me too. Period pain. Uh, That is the struggle (laughs) for me. And in terms of maintaining a healthy lifestyle, I do everything around my menstrual cycle. So I know certain days that I might have more energy and then other days that I might allow myself to rest. So I make sure that I focus on that for sure. And there are different things that I do in terms of a healthy lifestyle. It is not just about exercising for 45 minutes and then doing nothing for the rest of the day. There's sometimes I might just go for a walk and being in nature is one of the best things that you can ever do especially if you're stressed out just go in nature and that is going to help to reset you i have a particular bedtime so i do not stay up too late i usually try to be in my bed at 10 o'clock at night okay so i shut down everything my brain starts to shut down anyhow (laughs) so those are things that i do i in terms of healthy lifestyle too it is also about having fun That's the biggest thing, having fun. So I do things that I know will bring some sort of joy. So even back to watching the cartoons, that is something that I I would do. Sometimes going to the beach, I have a spot that I like to go to on the east coast of Barbados called Bashiba. And I have to track that precisely to know when it's low tide so that I can go into the rock pool. And that is like... This whole serene thing, it is a thing that lights up all of your senses, your smell, touch, sight, song, all of those things. saying that I like, I can go take a trap cut there too. (laughs) Yes, you should. should. I've never gone in this rock pool. I've never done it. So one of these days I might have to link up with you, find out when it's a little tight and I come and sit on the other side of it. see what's going on yes it is making it so sweet (laughs) yeah it is it is really nice and also part of the healthy lifestyle is treating yourself once in a while I have my hairdresser that I go to every month and her hair washes are 
amazing. <laughs> it's like this whole relaxation thing. And I usually drop to sleep when my hair is being washed. <laughs> okay. So it is about eating foods that are is healthy. And eating healthy does not have to be boring. If people look at my Instagram, they will see the things I do for breakfast. So that is part of my healthy lifestyle. And I like creating things and trying things. So that is me. The same taking care of myself and treating myself. Because sometimes you can't wait around for somebody to treat you. How do you expect somebody to treat you good if you're not even treating yourself good? So I treat Mm -hmm. myself well. I make sure that I'm moving my body, whether it be in an exercise, my personal exercise session, my walk up sessions that I am doing a lot more now, which is having the ripple effect of kind of addressing one of the issues that of pain that I have with my menstrual cycle. I am more in tune with my body. I interact with people that are close to me. And that is the other part, component of a healthy lifestyle to make sure that you have people around you that are your most valuable players, so to speak. You don't want to get rid of toxic people because they can drain your life force. So it is kind of like a all wrong thing in terms of me, my healthy lifestyle, but it's to make sure that I am not stressing out. Because if I'm stressing out, everything else will just fall on the wayside and it is not going to be a pretty sight. Well, the things that you actually mentioned, maintaining your healthy lifestyle, actually come back to your five-step approach that you've been telling the ladies all about, you know, so it's good to know that you are staying on track of that while encouraging them. And I like that you said to have fun with it and do do things that you, you like with it and just keeping the body moving. Because I find for me, like, I don't like a rigid workout routine. I know there's some people that go and plug into YouTube or like my husband, he likes to do P90X and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I cannot begin to wrap my mind around those kind of things, but I might go for a beach run on, on occasion, or I might just be doing a boogie session with the little ones. And I find that that gives me my level of exercise and I have fun with it, you know, so or just running behind the dogs. I know you're a cat person, but I am a dog yes. person. So. <laughs> I, I, I know cats. Mm-mm. But but yeah, I would do a little, you know, out there with the dogs or something like that or just something that is not that rigid routine. I know, like I said before, for each their own, there's some people that need that root, that rigidity. There's some people that need to go in the gym and have somebody pushing them. But I guess, like you said, it's just finding what works for you, making sure to find the foods and and mentally, mentally be ready and yes. have people around you that are encouraging so that you can maintain that overall balance. Because a healthy lifestyle is ne- not just what you're eating. And, and we would have had Celia already who would have spoke about main, maintaining overall wellness. And she touched on it as well too, eating foods for nutrition and everything like that. But having that mindset. So we have two ladies that are strong in their field, top notch in their field, I would rather say in terms of fitness and wellness. And both of them have said the same thing, mindset first, mindset first. So I do like and appreciate that. 
I would like to know from you in terms of looking at where you are now, you're still doing your IT, you're, you're maintaining your, your area of fitness. Would you say that right now you are living your dream? No, I wouldn't <laughs> say that at all. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest. So, you got the best of both worlds. You got your fitness and you got your IT. <laughs> yes, but ideally, I would like to be in fitness full time. Okay. But the reality is, is that I am not quite at the level that I need to be to make that switch. Okay. So, I know some people says, man, just go ahead and jump and just go straight into it. But no, but where I work, they are accommodating and they are aware of my business. And it is not a problem for me running my business and being employed there. If it were someplace else, then I probably would have been more inclined to leave every sense. But because where I work and the department that I work in, they are accommodating. That's great. That is not a problem. But ideally, yes, I would like to get into fitness full time. And there was this time I am not pushing it away, but I know that it would need like sponsorship and stuff like that. But there is this thought that I had in my head where I will have a facility specifically for women. Only women could go in that facility. They might have a daycare component of it but it is for women and it's going to be kind of my whole thing is that it's going to be like a starbucks so to speak someplace that you can come and just if you feel like relaxing and going by the juice bar or the little mini restaurant that we have there smoothie bar yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) bar, juice bar right real restaurant that you can get something to eat and if you just want to relax if you want to do fitness sessions you can if you want to go into a spa and have a massage you can if you just want to zone out and do nothing if you want your nails done I, this that's my whole vision that there's going to be some place for a woman to just plug out and, and it sounds like a fabulous idea I so like, I, I i hope yeah. that you, you put it because i mean you're saying it now so you know i'm gonna hold you to it and like oh. yeah the whole pretty place that i could come and put the children once so i got somebody watching them have my feet up getting my hair and nails done having my smoothie because i have a thing for smoothies too you know so i can hold you to this <laughs> Oh, that's a real tall artist. <laughs> I'm holding you to this 2020. You said it. Ah. <laughs> well, as I said, it was is always something there in the back of my mind. So even if it is that I do not get that facility up and running, there is other there are other ways that I can start to get that going because I can reach out to different service providers and provide a package where a woman can go to somebody and get these things done. Ideally, it would be good to be just in one facility, but yeah. obviously, you need dinero to get <laughs> something. Don't worry, somebody <laughs> listening is going to provide the sponsorship necessary because they know that we ladies, we need the spot. <laughs> we yeah, need this place. We work hard. Not saying the guys don't work hard too, but sorry, this episode is all about the ladies, you know, and, and I really think that is, is a fabulous idea and I really hope that somebody listening does reach out to you, does contact you and, and helps you to, to get this off the ground. I, I personally would like some place like that where it could be like, okay, 
I will talk to y'all people later. I have somewhere <laughs> to be because they don't need all of this drama or all of this pressure on me. I need somewhere. I have somewhere to be because as soon as you step in, it is like you're leaving all of that stress, all of that drama at the door because you know when you step into that space that it is all about you. Well, I hope, like I said, I hope that somebody listening does reach out to you and, and provides you level of sponsorship and, and so that they can do that. Can you tell us how somebody would be able to get in contact with you, Renee? Okay, there are various ways that you can get in contact with me. You can either contact me at area code 246-242-2850. You can send me an email at info at React Fitness. So React is spelled R-E-A-C, fitness. So no T, reactfitness.com. So info at reactfitness.com. Those are the best ways you can drop me a message through IG. So my handle is React Fitness. You can send me something through Facebook. Is there as React Fitness as well. So there are various ways that you can find me and you can get in contact with me. So you you ladies hear that, reach out to her. I mean, you've heard her say she herself has had issues with her own self-image, but she maintains a positive mindset or she maintains a, a realistic mindset in terms of focusing on something that she loves about herself and appreciating that and building on that. Her goal is to eventually have this fabulous place for all of us ladies. So those who are able to provide sponsorship, please go her way. No, she has not paid me any form of commission for any of this. But yeah, be sure to check her out. And remember that you should approach things with a five-step approach, which is focusing on yourself, focusing on your family, focusing on fun, on food, and on fitness. So Renee, I want to thank you very much for being part of the show today. Thank you. Remember that you can check me out on www.karinadarnell.com. You can also check me on Facebook. I am Karina Darnell. And on Instagram, Karina Darnell. I'm looking forward to you joining me again next Thursday. And be sure to subscribe. And of course, tell your friends. It's